Sports Network production. Now to your host. Everybody. This is, uh, I guess it's a new season, same show uh, for the 2022 season. This is Monsters of the Midway. This is, uh, I guess this is the first episode. It's going to be more like a, kind of just like a introduction episode, kind of just going over some things, bringing some things to you before the season actually starts. Because if you don't know, technically the first game of the NFL season is today. Yes. Yes. It is, it is tonight. It is the Hall of Fame game. It is the Cowboys and the Raiders. So we do get a taste of football today. The only bad part is then we have to wait a whole week before we get football again. So then the preseason will officially start technically, because I guess this is just the Hall of Fame game tonight. And the preseason will technically officially start Saturday, August 13th, with a bunch of games, uh, including the Chiefs and Bears is one of them. Yep, it's on the bottom, 12 o'clock, NFL Network. It is. So, You're and then, uh, as everyone knows, uh, what, these before preseason games? So, instead of four, three now, right? Three preseason games? Yes. And then the season actually starts. So, season starts second week of September, I believe. So, a month from that, a month from the, I think it starts like the, the 12th. The regular season? Yeah, when does that start? Well, it starts Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend. Yeah. So September 6th. Yeah, September. So, yeah, I mean, football starts tonight, which is awesome because I know we all want a taste of it. And then everything starts. Everything starts. Uh, the whole pre- the official preseason will start next Saturday, the 13th. And then uh, we'll have preseason the last over until the very start of the regular season. So, uh, I'm Dylan. Uh, I'm uh, your host uh, of the Monsters of the Midway, and I have. If you guys don't know, this is Brandon Saffle. This way, I can't. I get my camera mixed up, but yes, Brandon Saffle. Uh, if you guys don't know him, he does a bunch of shows, a bunch of other shows as well. But uh, he decided to hop on and join me for this one, so it's gonna be a good one. Um, but this, uh, this episode is going to kind of be more just like an informative one uh, since there hasn't been like a whole lot going on with the Bears. I mean, there's been some things going on, but uh, this is this is one to kind of just get us ready for the season. Uh, we're kind of just going to go over various different things, uh, you know, schedule and uh, some, other, some of the other players, some of the minor uh, headlines that have been going on with the Bears. So with that being said, we'll just jump right into it. So the biggest one, uh, one of the biggest headlines for the Bears that I wanted to talk about was uh, Tevin Jenkins. If you guys don't know him, uh, he was an offensive tackle that we picked up in the 2021 draft. Uh, he was the 39th pick overall out of Oklahoma State. Uh, he was really good in college. I mean, he had some minor injury issues, uh, but overall he was coming in healthy to us. Uh, but I believe in training camp uh, of that year, of, of last year, he ended up getting hurt a little bit, which is fine. Um but he only started two games. He, he played six games last year. That was it. Only started two. Uh, not great. And the six games they played did not really perform all that well, which is expected in a team uh, like the Bears, especially when there's really no offensive talent. <laughs> and offensive line is like one of the major problems. But we were hoping that bringing him in, uh, that he was going to – uh, kind of fix those issues, but so far it hasn't worked out so well. So they're actually talking about trading him 
it or not. They are. Ryan Pace brought him in. Uh, and now they're talking about uh, now they're talking about trading him and letting him go uh, because he is hurt again and he has still not uh, played at all, been able to show up to practice and do anything or anything like that. So in two years, he's played six games when I started two, and he was supposed to be a big help in the offensive line. So far, nothing has happened besides him being injury prone. And most of it has been his back, which is what uh, he had issues with in college. This, this this right here already shows what kind of organization the Bears are right now. Yeah. We definitely uh, are in a phase where we do not have any patience for anyone right now. Uh, and that, in my eyes, that would include Justin Fields as well. Yeah. So we're, we're – we're not really in a rebuild stage, but we're getting close. And if we don't start to do something, obviously, you know, we, then we, we, you know, then we will uh, end up rebuilding. But yeah, we don't have patience for anybody right now. Uh, right. I don't think they want to rebuild. I think they just want to win. Clearly, Justin Fields says he wants to win a Super Bowl and beat Green Bay. That's all he cares about this year. I mean, let's focus on beating <laughs> for at least like one game. Like beat them one game. I'm just saying. Uh, so yeah, they're talking about they're talking about trading uh, Tevin Jenkins. Uh, I haven't really heard anything about who they're if if anyone's interested in him. I just know that uh, the Bears organization has said they are looking into trading Jenkins uh, because I guess it's just not working out the way they wanted. Even though he's only played in six games, uh, but I guess they're just more more or less worried about uh, how injury prone he is already. He was injured beginning of last year. Injured throughout the season, pretty much played six games, started two, and then he's also injured beginning of this year so far. Um, and they said uh, when they asked uh, uh, when they asked our head coach Matt Elbrus, I think I say his last name, uh, when they asked him, they said uh, he has no timetable to return yet. So they have they're a hundred percent unsure of when he'll be able to come back. That's always nice. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not even on the Bears roster uh, come uh, beginning of the regular season. Uh, hmm. The Bears, uh, they did confirm just the other day all the Bears, uh, like starters, are playing in the preseason, which I kind of figured was going to happen with a terrible team. And just game one against the Chiefs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all all the starters are going to be playing in the preseason. I, I think for the whole – all three games. Oh, really? Playing in the preseason, yep. Uh, they said it's they said uh, the time that they're going to play is to be foreseen they don't know how long they're going to let them play but they did say that they are going to let all the starters play which i kind of figured with a really bad team like the bears i kind of figured that was going to happen like i could see uh i i could see like the chiefs or something not letting them like not you know not hanging their starters player like the bills like maybe you know, like let Josh Allen and the starting offense go out there and like throw like, you know, a couple, couple take a couple snaps or whatever. Right. I could see that, but I, I kind of figure that the Bears are going to be starting pretty much every game. All the starters they need, they they need, they need to work. as much real time together as they can. Yeah, yeah. Usually, usually preseason games you only see at least I know where they were doing the four games. Um, you'd see them, you'd see them play like the first drive of the game. 
of like week one of the preseason, and they would just go from like the first drive to the first quarter to the to the first half to three quarters to the fourth game was was pretty much a whole game. That uh, doesn't surprise me that they're trying to get more in with less games. I mean, yeah, get reps and stuff too. I mean, might as well. I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen? Just someone gets hurt. But I mean, you're never gonna make anybody happy. I mean. Right. Uh, last year, last year when we had Matt Nagy there, uh, everyone was complaining that the starters aren't playing in the preseason. Like, why aren't you letting the starters play in the preseason? And this year, our new head coach, they're letting he, you know, he's letting the starters play. And then everyone's like, why are you letting them play? What if they get hurt? I mean, you can't have it all. Uh, I would rather have everyone play in the preseason. I, I don't know if like I would do like a, an extended uh, an extended period of time. You know, maybe I, I don't even know if I do a full quarter, to be honest, yeah. like maybe like two sets of downs, three sets of downs, you know, uh, let, let, let them get at least a handful of snaps in and then go from there. Uh, that way they can at least see other defenses and see some real time going on. Yeah, absolutely. But I definitely don't want to see anyone get hurt because if we don't have Justin Fields, I mean, we we put all of our cookies into one jar with him. So if we if he gets hurt, I mean, it's just going to it's not going to. Good. Who who is the Bears backup? I should know this, but I don't. Um, I know we I know we signed. Uh, I can't think of his first name. Uh, oh, I know we have Robert Griffin. We did sign him a while back, but it was more or less for him to be like a mentor. They even said like his role was going to be um, like a mentor role toward Justin Fields. And then I think we signed uh, like Trevor Simeon from uh, oh, oh, oh. from uh, New Orleans. Oh. Ah, you don't want to know who the other quarterback is. No, who's the other one? Nathan Peterman. Uh, yeah, that's right. We did sign him too. <laughs> yeah, so we signed. So I'm pretty sure we got Nathan Seven Pick Peterman. Pretty sure. So yes, yeah, so we got Nathan Peterman. Pretty sure we got Trevor Simeon, and then I know they signed Robert Griffin as more like a like to be in a mentor type of role. Like for Robert, like Robert Griffin the third. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, they brought him on at some point in time. Uh, I don't know if he's actually going to be like on like the starting roster. He might just be like a. They might have just like brought him in for like a mentor type of role. Yeah, I, I know they brought him in for a mentor role, but I don't know exactly what kind of spot he got uh, inside the Bears. He's, but I, he's not on the depth chart, so he won't play. But yeah, so but I know they brought him in to at least try to kind of. They said him and Justin Fields Man. were basically like kind of like the same people, uh, as far as like their mobility and like their arm strength and stuff. Right. So I thought that was kind of cool, but I guess we'll just have to see. I really don't know what kind of difference it's going to make since Robert Griffin hasn't played in the NFL in quite some time. Two, three, four years now. So. Uh, there was some, there was, there's been some like iffy news and good, like good news and like iffy news coming out of like the Bears training camp. So uh, first day of training camp, uh, like their first day of added practice was not hot for the offense. Uh, Justin Fields threw a couple picks. Uh, going four and out, wasn't looking so hot. Defense is playing all right. Uh, second day of padded practice, they looked uh, they looked way better. Uh, Fields looked a little more comfortable. So I mean, it's only practices. So I mean, I guess you're going to have bad ones and good ones, as everyone knows. But um, I would like to see more good than bad, especially. I mean, I I don't know how you could really perform bad against a, the Bears defense. Right. We don't have the greatest defense right now, especially after getting rid of Cleo Mack. Uh, they did say that Fields has been making connections with his receivers, uh, St. Brown and uh, 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 Ringle, 
and mm-hmm. uh, I forgot the other guy, but uh, they said Mooney is still uh, uh, Cole Komet, uh, the tight end is who I was looking for. So he's been making okay. he's been making real good uh, he's been making real good connections with, with those guys. But they said Darnell Mooney is still his number one guy. I guess him and Fields actually worked a whole lot in the offseason together. Uh, like went out every day on the field, throwing constantly to each other, uh, running routes, kind of getting, um, trying to, trying to kind of set up a connection. And I guess it's turned out that it has. Uh, people who have been at the practice, some other uh, other Bears insiders and stuff that are allowed on the field and stuff have said uh, the connection is well and alive between uh, Fields and Mooney, and they said that they should be one of the best uh, quarterback wide receiver duos. Uh, in the NFL, I don't know. I don't know if I'd go that far. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I you're, I when, you, when you got to go up against the the likes of uh, you know Derek Carr and Devontae yeah. Adams and and uh, Tom Brady and, and Mike Evans and uh, let's see who else is there. Uh, well, now, now, now you're going to have Russell Wilson and Jerry Judy. Yeah, Matt Stafford and Cooper Alan Cup. Robinson and Cooper Cup. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say they're probably even top ten right now. No, I mean, you got Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. I mean, yeah, just in the division have, alone. You're yeah. going to have, uh, what's his name? I can't, I can't, we were just talking about him. 49ers quarterback. Oh, yeah. Debo and Trey. Yeah. Yeah. Trey, yeah. Trey Lance, that's his name. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I, I would even think, yeah, I would even think that would be a better duo than, I mean, I'll need to see it. I know that Darnell Mooney got over a thousand yards last year, but right. it just, I wouldn't say that they – I mean, they had a connection, but I wouldn't say it was, like, something great. Yeah. You know. Um, but they said that their connection is improving, and that you can tell that they definitely have worked a lot in the offseason together. But everything – obviously, that will all change when you're playing against a real-time defense and other defenses that aren't your own. You know what I'm saying? So right. – um, we, we have a question from, uh, from somebody watching, apparently. Um, it says, who would win in a fight, a hurricane – <laughs> or a, our coach Mike Dicka. Uh, we're definitely winning the fight against the hurricane. That bears that bear sweater and the cigars and his aviators are formidable. That's true. That's yeah. very true. <laughs> uh yeah, but Darnell Mooney's still his favorite target. So it'll be interesting to see. He's he's formed they said he's formed a lot of other uh good connections as well, even though that's his favorite one. So I guess we'll see that could always change. When the season comes around, you know how people are. Uh, receivers move around, right? Uh, or uh, QBs move around with favorite targets all the time. Oh, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Uh, here's another. This is so. This is uh, part of the questionnaire. It says, "Hold on, hold on." The name of the hurricane is Hurricane Ditka. <laughs> so, do you have Hurricane Ditka versus uh, Coach Mike Ditka? Who wins that? Who wins that battle? If you could dress the <laughs> hurricane up and the bears. Sweater <laughs> and put aviators on it, and the hurricane definitely wins. <laughs> uh, our new defensive lineman that we got uh, from the Chargers, I guess it was, uh, I don't know, I can't remember if it was part of the deal or not, but I know Clomac went to the Chargers. We got uh, we got Justin Jones. Uh, yeah. he, he said over there he, uh, he played in the frog stance um, on the defensive line. That's what he kind of did, and he did a frog stance over there. And their uh, and their defensive scheme, yeah. So now he's in the three point stance, and he says uh, he got asked what defense that he feels more comfortable in, and what defense he feels like he's going to perform better in, the Chargers or the Bears. And he said that he feels more comfortable, and he feels like he can do more in the Bears defense than the Chargers. 
Hmm. So I don't know if like I don't know if that means like there's less talent on the Bears defense. So it, he might be able to do more. Right. You know. Uh, but he just said like the stance he had over there, he didn't really like it. The frog stance, the defensive scheme that they were running, he didn't really enjoy it. But now he gets to be in the three point stance, and I think we're back to a four three defense. Uh, so I he, he said he feels more comfortable in this one. So I guess we'll see. I'm not really sure. Uh, they have been they've been kind of hush hush on the defense in practice. I mean, it's only like today will be like the third day I think of padded practice. Uh, so I I don't know this <laughs> can they bring Jay Cutler back? I mean, considering he holds like every Bears record for quarterback uh, at this point, I would I think I'd I think I'd rather have Jay Cutler to be honest. Wow, I, I really would at this point. <laughs> he had a cannon for an arm. He just uh, he just. You know, triple coverage, and that's where he threw it. That's what, that's what he did. He had a cannon. He just threw it in the wrong spot all the time. Win football games and he's throwing triple coverage. <laughs> he'd be like, hey, that guy's wide yeah. open, throwing it deep. What, uh, David Montgomery. Yeah. Uh, what about Let's get on to that for a minute? What do, you, what, what, do, what do you want to know? How do you think he's going to do? I'm, very unsure, to be honest. Yeah, I like David Montgomery. I do, but I don't know how he fits in with our offense. Uh, nothing against Fields. I'm very high on Fields. I've been watching him since high school. Uh, I, he was—I mean, he was the number number one prospect coming out of high school. Right. He was—he uh, was big time in college. Uh, but as everyone knows, college is way different. Way different. Than the actual NFL itself, like it's not even close. Uh, so I and, and our offense, I don't know. Uh, he ran the ball a lot last year, and I mean a lot. Uh, and obviously, you know, he got hurt for that for that, uh, that short period of time. He was out like two to four weeks somewhere around there. Yeah, I just don't know how he fits in with our offense. Um, I think he's a good running back. I really do. He's hard nosed. Uh, he can catch the ball. He can definitely gain yards when you need it. I just don't know how he fits in with the offense. All right. Um, he's been battling depression. He came out and said recently. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, battling depression real bad. He said he feels better now. Uh, he's becoming a father for people who didn't know. Uh, he has a baby on the way, so he said that helped him cope big time. Um, but even that makes me weary. Saying saying that he you know coming off depression like that i mean depression's a, a huge monster to battle yeah and that terrifies me listen guys he i'm glad you brought him up because these are some of the stats that i have and it, this is why i'm worried okay this is why i'm worried because i he is a good running back i just don't know how he fits in here so uh, and it's three years with the bears all right he's rushed the ball 714 times okay for only 2,800 yards, like 2,808 yards, 2,808. He's averaging 3.9 yards a carry, which isn't terrible. That's about four yards a carry. That's that's. I, I wouldn't think that's terrible. 21 touchdowns, okay? That's 21 touchdowns, three years. Well, not bad. No, well, seven. seven a year for a running back, eh, yeah, maybe not. So <clears throat> he also, on top of that, in his three years, he has 121 catches for 924 yards. And three touchdowns. So here's what I break it down to. He's averaging, excuse me, 
936 rushing yards a season in three years. That's not great. Mm. I'm, I'm going to need over a thousand. Right. You're going to have to. Yeah. He's averaging 308 receiving yards a season. He's averaging eight total touchdowns a season. That's receiving and rushing combined. Eight total. That's it. Mm. That's not going to cut it. And I don't really want to blame him. I don't want to say it's his fault because I really don't think it is. We put a lot of pressure on him last year. And the year before. Between having Justin Fields <laughs> and Carson Wentz, or not Carson Wentz. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We had, we, yeah, we had, yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, have Carson Wentz. Not Carson Wentz. Uh, I can't I can't remember his name now. <laughs> uh, Andy Dalton. Oh, right, 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 right. Between having Justin Fields and Andy Dalton this year go back and forth, yeah, and then Mitchell Trubisky the year before, and the year before that. Uh, I mean, it just it puts a lot of pressure on him, man, because we haven't been able to throw the ball for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we really haven't been able to throw the ball. Uh, like Jay Cutler, as Logan said in our comments, like he said, can they bring Jay Cutler back? Well, in reality, Jay Cutler would probably benefit the team because yeah. Jay Cutler was our last quarterback who could actually do anything with the football. Even though he threw a lot of picks, he threw for a lot of yards later. Uh, and touchdowns. Threw for, yeah, threw for a lot of yards. And, you know, he was throwing double-digit touchdowns. You know, he was at least throwing 20 touchdowns a year. Oh, yeah. At least 20 to 25 a year, at least. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was really the only one that could actually do anything with the ball. So, Montgomery scares me, not because he's a bad player or anything along that. Uh, I think if you put him on another team, I think he's a fantastic running back. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, he's big. He's hard-nosed. He's not really slow either for how big he is. He's a pretty fast dude. I just don't feel like we're going to utilize him in the ways that we need to, especially when we don't have a pass game. Right. Now, obviously, this season hasn't started, so I don't know. And I'm not going to judge about what I see in the preseason either because preseason to me means absolutely nothing. That's just them trying to form a connection with each other Yeah. Uh, in real time. So when the season starts, I'll be able to judge for myself then, and obviously so will all you guys who watch them. But I'm nervous for David Montgomery because I feel like he's not going to get used the way that he should uh, properly in this offense. Uh, and they put him on special teams this year. So who, not, who else do they not, have running back wise besides Montgomery? Uh, they have that kid they picked up last year uh, who switched in and out with them, who actually had a really decent. I mean, I was, he didn't play all year, but he had a, he had a, a decent stint while Montgomery was out. Uh, so, like I said, I am. I'm not. Uh, they don't have Tariq Cohen anymore, right? He's gone. No, Tariq Cohen. Yeah, he's hurt. Uh, he got he tore his ACL, and then they, I believe, they let him go, traded him, let him go. Uh, but yeah, I'm. I'm just not sure. Uh, I'm not uh, the guy, the kid they had last year who backed up. Uh, David Montgomery, like when he was hurt for that stint and kind of played in with him, was that uh, that Khalil Herbert? Oh, right, 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 right. And he actually didn't do he actually didn't do too bad. He's like another David Montgomery. He's just a little slower. Well, they picked up another running back this year. His name's uh, I believe it was, his name's Tristan uh, Ebner. 
came out of Baylor. So I'm not sure why they've drafted a running back two years in a row. Well, I mean, if you're not 100% sure on on your guy, you know, your your number one guy, I mean, I could see why they would they would reach out, you know, for for somebody like that, especially if he's you know any any way decent at all. I mean, uh, I'll give him a shot at it at least. I'm trying to look at, look for look for him now too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they had. I'm just not sure how he's gonna do. Uh, Is that Darrington Evans? Between. Uh, I mean, I, I I don't know, man. To be honest, it's 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 hard to judge uh, someone like Montgomery who has the potential to be a great running back. It just sucks that he's in an offense where um, <clears throat> there really is no pass game, as of right now that we've seen. Right. That there is no pass game available. So, yeah. Right. That's that's one thing why I'm, I'm worried about him. Dave Montgomery's only had one season where he tapped, topped 1,000 yards. Other than that, he's never topped 900 yards. Yeah. So once out of three years, he's at 1,000. Other than that, he's never he's never got 900. Right, which is he had like eight hundred forty-two his first season, eight or eight hundred forty-five his first season. He had eight hundred forty-two last season because he got hurt, and then he had a thousand yards his second year in the NFL. Yeah. So, and all of that, uh, that thousand-yard season that he had, obviously, it was they gave. I mean, he got the ball a lot. Which my point is, is we don't have. No one is going to be worried about our pass game until we prove that we're lethal on it. Yeah. So they're just going to stack the box against them. That's mm-hmm. all they're going to do. Yeah, because if you don't have a passing game, you definitely ain't going to get a running game going. Exactly. Especially now, you know, it's not like we have like a Marshawn Lynch or something along those lines. Like, right. this is a guy who can he, he can do things for us, but we have to be able to we – we have to help him. Yeah. And we have no offensive line. We have no pass game as, as of right now. So I don't know. It, it makes me worried. And like I said – they put him on special teams this year. I don't know what the whole reason for that was, but he's on special teams this year. So mm-hmm. I, I I don't know why. I don't know why. All right. That's yeah, that kind of blows mine. It's weird seeing a starter on special teams. They don't, yeah, they don't you don't typically see that happening unless they're just doing it to give him I don't know. Unless he's not gonna be the starter. That's the only thing I think of. No, he'll 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 definitely he'll definitely be the starter. Yeah, but if he messes up, I mean, they have some other options. You know, I'm not sure if they're better than Montgomery, but I guess you got to do whatever you can to try to win games. Right. Right. <clears throat> one of the uh, one of the biggest headlines coming to the Bears training camp is unfortunately Roquan Smith. Yeah. Uh, he's on the PUP list, the physically unable to perform list. Not because he's hurt, uh, because he's on the last year of his rookie contract. And uh, they commented, uh, him or his agent commented yesterday and said him and the Bears are way off from a deal, which is not good because Rokon Smith is probably one of the most consistent linebackers in the NFL right now. I mean, the the dude really is a stud. Uh, he's played in 61 games. 
He has 14 sacks, 524 combined tackles, 348 of those are solo, 176 of those are assisted. He has 43 tackles for loss and five interceptions in 61 games. Three, 348 solo tackles. That's a lot. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me why they're having so many issues. I I hate contracts right now because in a sense, there's a lot of teams that are overpaying for. Yes. I mean, obviously you wouldn't, you're not going to, you're not going to underpay Roquan Smith either at the same time. No, but, but you can't overpay people either. I mean, right. uh, what's his name from Jacksonville? That receiver who came from Arizona, Christian Kirk. Yeah. What's he getting like 21 million a year? The ridiculous number. Oh, 24 he, or something like that. For numbers haven't even been that great. No, he's no. never been. He's never even been the guy on a team. No, no. So now he's gonna have to be the guy. If he's not I, the guy, then I was but, listening to ESPN this morning and they said last year he had 80 catches. Like that was like the most he's ever had in the season. He had 80 yeah. catches. He's getting paid like almost 24 million a year or something like that. Right. Anyways, yeah, but it, to. To not pay somebody though that who's who's the star of your defense and the star of your team at the same time and who's going to be the 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 core of your defense. I mean he has been. Yeah, now that too. And he has been he's been what's kept that defense together. Uh, even with Khalil Mack there, and Khalil Mack was a talent, like even with him there, like Ro- like Roquan Smith was still completely outplayed Mack the whole time. Like he was besides yeah. that first year that Khalil Mack was in uh, in Chicago. Yeah. Klomak had a great season that year. Mm-hmm. Besides that, like Rokon Smith has been just as good as Klomak yeah. was, and like people would agree that Klomak is a way better talent, right, than Rokon Smith. And like you said, he's uh, he's pretty much played with him. Yeah, there's like, no reason why they don't they don't get him signed. And the fact shouldn't be, yeah, and the fact that they're still waiting. Yeah, like he's in the last year of his deal. I I don't understand like. He's one of the best linebackers in the NFL right now. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. He's he's in the, not even that. He's in the prime of his career too. You know, he's at the highest point of of his playing ability, I would say. And he hasn't left. He hasn't been anywhere but I believe but Chicago. You know, that, like I said, that's the, that's your guy. That's your that's your defensive main front there like that's your dude like, yeah, I mean, to lose Allen robinson and roquan smith in the same year it that that would bug me as and i'm not a bears fan i'm not any of i mean i keep up with the nfl in general but that would that would bug me like to to lose to see where this team has went from the double doink playoff year and everything to where they are now and now it's only been what four years? For the what? Very, since the since the double doink, since the playoff loss. I'm sorry, I had to bring it up. <laughs> I had to bring it up. Well, it was the year that 18, Eagles, right? Uh, it was the year the Eagles beat the Patriots with Nick Foles. So yeah, 2018. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. If to we see would have won that game. I'm telling you, we would have went to the Super Bowl. I promise you. I yeah. Won. And I, and I think we would have won because our defense, that was not a very good Patriots team. No. It, re- it really was not. And our defense was way better than the Eagles, like way better. But, yes. 
It was 2018, the the double doink. Cody Parkey, I'll never forget. Your name will live forever. Cody Parkey. Forever. In humor and in sadness. But, I mean, overall, though, it's just crazy to see where this team has went from from that point to where they are now. Like, it, they don't have, outside of Justin Fields, there's no other other big name that's part of this team right now. You know, I don't know if that has to do with, are, are they are they pulling a, a, a Ram situation and trying to be bad so they can, you know, get their new stadium outside of the cities? I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I would hope not. I mean, we've seen it before. It happened in St. Louis. Um, I would hope that's not what they're trying to do, but who knows? I mean, I, that would be ridiculous if that's what they're doing. I, like, like I said earlier, guys, uh, and you said, I don't know. We're this close, guys, to being in a rebuilding stage. I just think yeah. that we don't want to get there right now. Yeah. That's why, like, I don't think we're taking – that's why I don't think we're taking we're taking stuff from anyone. Like, Tevin Jenkins, like, great player at Oklahoma State, great, great offensive lineman. Like, and that's what we need. We needed offensive linemen. Like, mm-hmm. him and, like, the new addition that we got from the Bengals, like, we, we picked up one of their offensive linemen, gave yeah. him, like, $12 million for one year. Like, we're trying to help the offensive line. But I don't think we have patience for anybody right now. As, right. like, if you're not going to help the team, I think we're just letting you go. Like, he's been here one year, and he's played six games. Like, this is his second year. He's yeah. played six games, and they're like, we're done. We're going to trade you. And I think that really goes for anyone. Yeah. And like including Justin Fields himself. If if you're not gonna help the team, like if Justin Fields goes out there and plays that whole season and throws like eighteen hundred yards again, I don't know how much longer he'll be here. Right. And if he does, I would not be surprised if they go find someone else and make him a backup. Yeah. I just but if we don't do something this year. We're going to be in a rebuilding stage. Oh, yeah. I mean, it sort of is in, in some way. It's just not a complete deep team rebuild. Um, they're trying to fit pieces into what they have now, and it's just not – unfortunately, it's not working. I know. And Which sucks. It does. Especially in the division they're in because everybody else around them – I know Green Bay has gotten – they're not as – they're probably not going to be as strong of a team as they have been. But it's also Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and he can make anyone around him great. Right. He's kind of like Tom Brady. The best of. talented team in that division is the Vikings. Oh, absolutely. They should roll that, that division. But like, they're they, not going they, to. But they're, they're not going not. to. No. They Kirk Cousins is not that guy. I don't care what anybody says. He's not. He chokes way too much. He does. Like that. Like that. He chokes way too much. He does not perform <laughs> big in big situations. I don't no, care. No, you know. Says. You know they're gonna they'll they'll lose to every team in that division at least one time. The they do every year. Yeah, they should have rolled people last year. Yeah, Green I mean, Bay, they were right Green there with Green Bay till the, about the middle of the season, and they the just the last won. two years Green Bay has only had Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Adams. The last right. two years, the last two years, on a team that has Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook and Dalvin a great Cook. defense. And a good and a good offensive line, like the the Vikings have been the most talented team in that division for quite some time. Oh yeah, last couple of years, hundred percent. 
So uh, just like to get back on fields for a little bit. Uh, this is what this is what also makes me concerned about him. Last year, I mean, he went he only played ten games. He went two and eight. Seven touchdowns, ten interceptions. Only threw for 18, 1,870 yards. Right. Here's where I'm worried about him. Because what, game did he start, what game did he start in last year? Like, was his week four, week three, week four? Week four. Yeah, but then he missed a couple games after that because of because of this next part that I'm about to read out. Right. He was sacked in those 10 games, he was sacked 36 times. Yeah. That's a lot. Like, that's a lot, lot. I remember, like, after, like, the third game he started, his third game or fourth game in a row that he started, he was already the most sacked quarterback in the NFL at that point in time. Yeah. After playing, like, three games or four games, he had been sacked, like, 19 or 20 times in those three or four games. So, he – uh that worries me because he actually ended up did getting hurt from how much he was sacked. Yeah. And that scares me because, like I told you guys earlier, we put all of our cookies in one jar with, with Justin Fields. We, we really have. And that makes me nervous because, one, we don't have any other backup that I think has a talent of Justin Fields. And they're not going to give us the best chance to win. I mean, our backups are Nathan Peterman and Trevor Simeon. Right. So we we really backed ourselves into a corner as far as quarterback play. Yeah, I mean, we when your backups are, are Peterman and, and Simeon, I mean, I know Simeon's played; he's been a starter in the NFL and he's had some decent experience with it. Uh, if Justin Fields at all gets hurt, you might just count the season. Oh, like if if anyway, like he gets done for the season. You might as well just be like, ah, we're getting the first pick next year. Like, yeah, it's a wash. That's, that's yeah, it'd be a wash of a season, which is sad. It just which sucks to, to hear that because Justin Fields has a lot of talent. We've seen what he can do. Um, and looking at some of the games at the end of the season, you know, the games that they were in, I know they lost to quite a few teams, but after the the roll by the Buccaneers, the thirty-eight to three game, really? which the game they looked awful in. I remember watching that one. They looked awful half the season. They did not look very good, but they played with the 49ers. They lost 33-22. Yeah, yeah, but we that was we also started scoring a lot <clears throat> like in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So they it was lost. it wasn't really a close game like until the very end. Right. Right. They lost to the Steelers 29-27, lost to the Ravens 16-13. So I mean they played they were in close games last year at the end of the season. Yeah, but, um, but like a lot of those games were towards like the fourth quarter. Right. You know, like we can't we can't be like we have to play with the teams all game. Yeah. Like well, that's, why, point, that's why we didn't win those games, is that we waited to like the very last second to make big plays. Right. Except for when there's this one the one here, they were they were beating Green Bay 27-21. I know. At one point. And I, know. I don't it was the last towards the end of the season, and they ended up, you know, giving up. Was it seventeen and seven? That's twenty. What twenty four points? Something like that. Yeah. In the last two quarters, and they all scored three and they lost forty five to thirty. But then you're going to turn around and beat teams like Seattle, who were in the playoff hunt at that point in time, and you know compete against compete against the Vikings. Well, 
not the last game of the season. But I mean, we even got destroyed by the Browns. Like yeah. first game of the season, we came out, got absolutely obliterated by the Rams, thirty-four to fourteen. Right. Then we beat the Bengals, which was surprising considering the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. I'm, no, they also didn't have Joe Burrow, right? No, they had Joe Burrow. Yeah, he just played really bad. Yeah. Uh, and then we got, got smashed by the Browns. Yeah, twenty-six to six. Then we beat the Lions twenty-four to fourteen. Then we beat the Raiders twenty-nine, which I was surprised by because at the beginning of that game it was not going in our favor. It right. really was not. Uh, then we lost to the Packers twenty-four to fourteen. Then we got rolled by the Bucks thirty-eight to three. Forty Niners thirty-three twenty-two. Uh, but if we would have played better that whole game, I feel like we could have won. Steelers twenty-nine twenty-seven. The Ravens sixteen to thirteen, which that also surprised me. Uh, then we beat the Lions 16 to 14, which was embarrassing because we almost lost. Yeah. Cardinals beat us 33 22. Then the Packers beat us 45 to 30. And then the Vikings beat us 17 to 9. Then we beat the Seahawks 25 24. Then we rolled the Giants 29 to 3. And then the Vikings beat us 31 to 17. Yeah. So. I, I don't know. It's, it's it's surprising at the same time. I don't know. Yeah. And again, Justin Fields didn't have that awful of a season last year. I mean, he had his games. I mean, going two and eight. I mean, going two and eight. I mean, seven. He went seven and seven, seven touchdowns, ten interceptions. He threw right. for just over 1,800 yards, but he also was sacked 36 times in 10 games. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. You can't have that in one football game at the same time. No, the offensive line was terrible, and everyone knew that. And that's why he ended up getting hurt. He was out for a couple of games because his back was hurt. Uh, Darnell Mooney is, 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 is his back was back hurting because he got sacked so much or because he felt like he had to carry the team? Probably both. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Darnell Mooney <laughs> was the, the center point of our offense last year. He was uh, the only golden light that we had. Right. Uh, he had 238 targets. He caught 142 of those. He averaged, uh, he had 1,055 yards for the season, four touchdowns. So, obviously, he didn't have a big touchdown season, but he averaged 13 yards a catch. So, that he was really our breakout, like shining light of the offense. I mean, mm-hmm. pretty much all of Justin Fields' uh, yards went to Mooney. Yeah. Because that was really the only person he trusted. But I, and you could tell, like, when Justin Fields was playing last year, you could tell uh, he almost felt uncomfortable. Because he was getting, in my eyes, he was getting hit so much. He was, it almost, he, it's almost like he was scared to stay in the pocket. He yeah. just kept, he just kept slinging the ball, trying trying to get it out of his hands. He didn't want to get hit anymore. I mean, he was hit like 19 times in three games. Like sacked 19 times. That is, I don't know how many times he was actually hit. Like how many QB hits he had on them. Had he had 36 sacks last year. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, but how, how many times was he hit? Oh, I you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he was just sacked 36 times. Right. How many times has he actually hit? Uh, if you guys go back and watch some of those games, it almost looked like he was nervous to stay in the pocket. Yeah. He was constantly trying to get rid of the ball, like, quick, like, quick, 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 which is fine, but you have to be accurate, and he's 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 not that guy right now. Right. So he had an average. The, the least amount of times he was sacked, he was sacked one time against the Lions. Um, but after that, he got sacked twice. And then four times against the Packers, four times against the Bucks, four times against the Niners, three times against the Steelers, three times against or two times against the Ravens, two times against the Packers, and then three times against the Vikings. So 
clearly the offensive line is what they really they I mean they should be focusing on. And they did, but yeah, I, I don't I really don't know how much is it's improved, right? Uh, because they've been moving uh, they've been moving guys around a lot, where they're not playing in their respective positions that they played mm-hmm. in college. So right. I don't really I don't really understand that. I but, I really don't stand that whole thing either. Yeah, what you can do as long as it's going to make them comfortable, then they're going to be okay moving to that position. It's not going to throw them off. Yeah, agreed. But like, if you have a guy who's playing like right guard and he's played it his whole career, and then you're moving him to center, I really don't know. You know what? What they what they've been doing? They've been moving guys from like guard to center, and then like from right guard to left guard, and to center. I'm like, so I I don't I don't know. I don't know what the whole point of that is. If it works out, great. I don't know how well it's going to work out. Obviously. I don't have high hopes for the season, but I'm not really going to judge anything until I see them play at least the first game, not counting preseason. I don't really okay. care about that. Well, you get to play the Browns this year in preseason, so get a nice little revenge game against them. Yeah, but <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be quarterbackless. That's true. That's true. That's very so, true. So I feel like the next thing I would like to talk about uh, – because I feel like it's going to take the most time, is this is – I want to go over their schedule for this year. Hmm. Fourth easiest schedule in the NFL. Uh, from what I read, it said that they had the fourth easiest schedule in the NFL. Yeah, which, which is – there's no way. There is yeah. no way. You guys can determine that for yourself. I'm going to tell you it's a lie. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't see how it's possible. There's so no sad. way it's the fourth easiest schedule. No way. I'm going to read these off to you. And then you tell me win or loss. Okay. You want me to? Yeah. I'll, I'll right. read or yeah. I mean it don't matter. Okay. Uh you know, we we we, we can both give our yeah, yeah, yeah. agreements. Uh I'll let I'll ask you first, you give me yours, and then you can ask me, and we'll see if uh how well our records match up together. All right. Week one, 49ers at it's at home. For the Bears, win or loss? 49ers at home. At home. That's kind of a tough one because I don't know what the 49ers are going to be like. I'm going to say it's going to be a loss, though. Loss. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be close. It's not going to be a blowout. I'm thinking like 24-20 ish, 24-17. Starting the season off with a loss. Sweet. <laughs> Week two, Green Bay at Green Bay. Oh, that's a loss. Okay, thanks for that. I'm sorry. Like 38 to 14. Week three, Texans at home. That's a win. Oh. That's a win because the Texans should be awful. Uh, week four is Giants at Giants. That should be a win. I'm going to give them a win. So two and two after week four. Week five, Vikings at Minnesota. Just because it's at Minnesota, I think it's a loss. It's going to be close. It'll be a close game. Uh, week six, Washington at home. That's a win. Even with uh, Carson Wentz? Even home. with Carson Wentz, yeah. Scary Terry? Yeah. Week That's seven. The only thing they have to stop is, is them two guys. They don't have anything else but – True. You know, uh, week seven, Patriots in New England. 
gonna give them a dub. I say they go in and shock New England. Yeah, they beat New England. Week seven or week eight, Cowboys and Dallas. Okay. Week nine, the Fins <laughs> at home. The Fins. That's I'm gonna have to give a loss for that one. They beat New England but lose to Miami. Yeah. Week ten, the Lions at home. At home, that's a that's a W. Week eleven, the Atlanta Falcons and Atlanta. Who's the Falcons quarterback? Marcus Mariota. Ooh. You know, I'll give him the win. Week 12, Jets in New York. Loss. Really? Wow. That hurts. I remember that. I know. I'm sorry. I remember that. Zach you, guys that. Awesome. you guys heard that. I remember that. Zach Wilson's on something right now. Week 13, Green Bay at home. They always play Green Bay very, very good at home. Sometimes. Always do. Sometimes. Sometimes. But I think that's going to be a loss, too. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Week 14's a bye, so yay. That's hey, a week of, dang, that's a that's a week of embarrassment. Week of embarrassment I don't have to watch. Good God. 15, week 15. Eagles at home. You just, you just want me to mark it down? Uh, I mean, you just want me to mark it down? You gotta, you gotta remember, we're talking about, we're talking about a, a quarterback who's better than Michael Vick. So, uh, playing the Bears. So, yeah, it's a loss. Week sixteen, <laughs> the Bills at home. Come on now. Okay. <laughs> Week seventeen, the Lions. And Detroit. This could be now, now, not at this point. It's a, it's a, it's a win, but uh, probably barely. Yeah, barely. Yeah. And uh, eighteen uh, Vikings at home. Hmm. Probably lost. I'm sorry. All right. They lost the Vikings twice last year, so I don't see that changing much. While you're counting that up, I'm going to let the dogs outside. Hold up. Has the Bears at seven and ten, unfortunately. I feel that's fair. What's fair about that? That I have to that I have to watch it. It, That's not not fair. Okay, let's go through. Let's go through who you think. (laughs) I mean, it's probably not going to be. It's probably going to be worse. You think so? Probably. Oh boy! All right, hold on. Week one. 
Bears Niners. Loss. In Chicago. Loss. Loss. I don't have a pen to write it down. So <clears throat> loss. Hundred percent a loss. Bears Packers week two. I, week two. That's a loss. Okay. Bears Texans in Chicago. That. That's gonna be a win. I'm gonna give us the benefit of the doubt. Just go ahead and Jameis Winston it. Eat the crabs. Uh, that sounded real bad. Yeah, not like like crab legs, not crabs, crab legs. Ah, Bears Giants in New York. I'm gonna give us the win just because the Giants are so much more dysfunctional. That's true. They should be better this year. We'll see. Daniel Jones is uh, rolling the garbage can. True. Uh, Bears Vikings in Minnesota. In Minnesota? I'm going to give that one. I'm going to give that one a loss. Fair enough. Commanders, Bears in Chicago. In Chicago. And it's so hard to know uh, without knowing how our offense is going to do. And how Carson Wentz is going to be. I want to say I want to say a win, but I think I think it's going to be a loss. Yeah, that's probably fair. I, you know, I'm going to go. I'm 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 gonna go with a W. Okay. Okay. So a win against the Commanders. Like so it. far, so far we're 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 even. We're exactly. Three, three. I you know as a if I was a Bears fan, I'd be happy with that going into weeks after week six, three and three. Yeah, if we can make it there, yes. I mean, yeah. Uh, Bears Patriots in New England. That, that's a loss. That's a hundred percent a loss. Okay. Bill Belichick actually came and came out and said that Mac Jones looks looks a hundred times better than what he did than what he did last year. Patriots make that guaranteed. makes me nervous. Yeah, hundred percent a loss. Uh, Bears Cowboys in Dallas. Bears Cowboys in Dallas. Yeah, that's probably a loss. Yeah. yeah. Dolphins Bears in Chicago. It's definitely a loss. So that's three straight losses. So three and six. Okay. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Those, are, those three are definitely losses. <laughs> Detroit, Chicago, in Chicago. Okay. That's a W. Okay. So four and six. I think it'll be close, but I think it's a W. Yeah. Bears, Falcons, in Atlanta. That's a W. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> he doesn't watch this. I know, but <laughs> I mean, 28 to three. Ah. <laughs> that's, that's what, was that, what was the joke you told me the other day? Why is what? Oh, uh, uh, God, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I can, we, we haven't, there hasn't been that many messages in between. I can pull no. it up. Look, why was 20 afraid of 21 or something like that? I, 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 it's because 28, three. Oh, yeah, I, I think, I think it was why is 19 afraid of 20? Uh, and then you said why, and I said because 28, three. <laughs> eight to three. 
I love it. <laughs> oh, God, that's a good one. Woo. <laughs> uh, where are we at? <clears throat> did, you, did you find it? Uh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I don't know. I'll find it at some point. No, huh? It's fine. I think that I think that was right. Why is nineteen afraid of twenty? Twenty-eight-three. Haha. Yeah, 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 the Falcons suck. Bears versus the greatest quarterback of all time, Zach Wilson, New York Jets in New York. W. That's a win. We go in and we steal it. I think it's a close game, but I think we steal it from him. Yeah. Yes. Aaron Rodgers brings his talent to Chicago, December fourth. I am always – no, I can't lie. I can't lie. <laughs> I all, so what I was going to say is I always pick the Bears to beat Green Bay, which I do. At least once. But if we're doing a truthful – if we're doing a truthful schedule, then I won't lie. Uh, I really think – a part of me really wants to say that Chicago is going to beat Green Bay because of how – terrible that Green Bay has got. I mean, defensively and offensively just right. have not have not gotten any better. But they did get that one dude, I can't remember his name. They drafted that one receiver uh from uh same place Trey Lance got drafted out of. And Carson Wentz. Oh South Dakota State. State. Uh a part of me really wants to say that Chicago is gonna beat Green Bay this time around. Because I think that if we're going to do it, this is going to be the, the the year to do it. Right. But I can't bet against Aaron Rodgers. I, I just – I can't. So, that's probably a loss. So, three straight wins and then a loss. That's fair. That's about right. So, now we're, what, six that's and seven? Six and – yes. No, seven, seven. Seven, seven. Yeah. I think. No, six and seven. Six and seven? Uh, Eagles, Eagles visit Chicago. That could be a tough one. That could be a close game. Yeah, but with they don't really have a run game, but they do have AJ Brown now. Yeah, and uh, Jalen Hurts. I think he's pretty decent. I'm just going to have to go based off of, like, how our offense performed last year, and I don't think that's going to get it done. So I'm going to say a loss. Okay, so six and eight. Um, do you want me to say this one, Bills, Bills, Bills Bears? I just hope Josh Allen doesn't put 450 up on. Probably. That's that's definitely just going to be a loss. I mean, anything can happen in the NFL, but, I mean, if Josh Allen's going to go out there and throw for 400 yards a game, it's yeah. – it's going to be against us. Hey, that game's on my birthday. Yeah. Yay. Get to watch. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Bears <laughs> and Lions in Detroit. That's a W. I think we barely squeak out because we squeaked out 16 to 14 last year. I think about the same thing happens this year. I think we win. If we lose to the Lions at all, I swear to God, I will find a different football team. I promise. Because they are so bad, it's ungodly. I don't know. I bet they're going to be better than we think. 
I mean, they're terrible. I mean, they they honestly are the worst team in football. Like, I think the Texans. That's close. Worse than the Jags? Yes, they are worse than the Jags. Mm. The Jags definitely have more potential on their team. That's fair. That's fair. Last one, Minnesota at Chicago to finish off the season January 8th. We definitely take this game. That's a win. At Chicago, the Vikings are always known to choke some big games. It'll be a close one because most of the games they lose every year are by three points or less. It's never by a touchdown or more. It's always by three points or less. I'm telling you. We're gonna we're gonna we're they're gonna come in Chicago and they're gonna be feeling overhyped because they're gonna have a really good season this year and they're gonna be in playoff contention and they're gonna choke this game. Fair enough. Fair enough. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have eight wins. So eight and nine? Eight and nine. I think that's – I mean, that's a decent – I mean, I'm now kind of like looking at their schedule and, and, and going through it, it's kind of – it's not easy, but it's not. No, it's it's oh. not. We play Green Bay twice, the Vikings twice, the 49ers, the Patriots, the Cowboys, the Bills, the Eagles, the Dolphins. I mean, there's nothing easy about this. This is easily – in my eyes, this is probably one of the hardest schedules in the NFL. I mean, it's. I mean, the, I wouldn't the, say it's top five easy schedule in the NFL. No, sure. I would say it's top five hardest. <laughs> yeah. All the talent that are on these teams. I mean, 49ers, Green Bay, skip over the Texans, the Giants. Then you got the Vikings, the Commanders, who are probably not. I mean, that's not going to be an easy game. They'll be decent. They'll be all right. They're not going to be great, but they're going to be. They're going to be decent. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the, within the first five games. You play the 49ers, Green Bay, and the Vikings. Yeah. Okay. Then after that, three games in a row, you're playing Washington, the Patriots, and the Cowboys in a row. Right. And two of them are away. Yeah. Then you play the Dolphins. Who are we don't know what they're going to be like. And then you get an easier schedule, and you get uh, the Lions, Falcons, and Jets, right? Which, honestly, without knowing how Chicago's going to play, that's all debatable. Right. And then you have to go play Green Bay, the Eagles, and the Bills, and the Vikings the last four out of five weeks. Yeah. Green Bay, Eagles, Bills. I mean, you're talking Green Bay, Eagles, Bills, Vikings the last four to five weeks. I mean, you're you're talking probably four of the top teams in the NFL. Yeah, that's true. That that we have to go play. To finish off the season, yeah. I don't think we have – I don't think – I mean – I know like a lot of people are picking us to be the worst team in the NFL. I could definitely see that happening. I could definitely see us just being absolutely terrible, too, and losing half of these games. Yeah. I really could. Uh, but looking looking back at it, I, I don't know. I just – I I think I had a little more faith than what I need to. <laughs> I, really, I really do. So, that's 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 where I'm at. I, I think yeah. we, probably, we probably finished third again. I say third. He should finish above Detroit, I would yeah. imagine. It'll probably be, in my eyes, I, I honestly think it's going to be the same as last year. Yeah. I think it really will be Green Bay, Minnesota, Chicago. Detroit. Yes. Although, I would listen for anyone willing to make a case. Absolutely. For Minnesota to be over Green Bay. I think it's gonna, I think it could happen. Because if, this is, if they're going to do it, 
this is going to be the year. Yeah. Because they are hurting for people bad. Super Bowl champions. No, they're not going to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> Honestly, the Bucks probably will. The Bucks are probably going to go to Super Bowl. You think so? I think they got a really good chance. I do too. Like a really good chance they added some firepower on the yeah. offense. Julio Jones yeah. and Russell Gage. Yeah. And Godwin if he it, comes back healthy. And then Mike Evans. Be, it should be Rudolph, And then Leonard Fournette. Yeah. And the defense is basically the same without just without Ndamukong and Sue. Right, which yeah. Bucks, Bills, Super Bowl. I, I think the Chiefs are gonna make a run for it too. The Chiefs. I mean I know no, they'll be good. They'll be good the too. The Raiders should definitely make a run for it. If they don't, that's an that's an embarrassment. Yeah. That's a huge embarrassment. They have the one of the best offenses in the NFL by far. You have one of the you have one of the top tight ends. You have the number one receiver in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Then you have a good backup or not backup. You have a good slot receiver in Renfro. Yeah. Then you have Josh Jacobs, who when he's healthy, has proven that he's a top Darren running back. Gets. Yes, Darren Waller. Eric Carr, who can sling the ball, sling yeah. it. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't see the Bears finishing anywhere like that. I think they finish third, miss playoffs again, and then start to rebuild from there. Yeah. They're definitely not top five pick, which is a good thing, but it's not a great season, but it's not a bad season. Could be worse. Okay, I'll, I'll be out there in a minute. I'll be out there in a minute. I'll be out there in a minute. Yeah, I'll be out there in a minute. Okay, I'll be out there in a minute. Go, Max. Go. Okay, we're done. That's fine. But, yeah, that's – uh, I, I mean, yeah, I, I think our – I could see either one of our uh, records being feasible. I think either one of those is probably truthful. Uh, if they, I mean, it's the NFL, so I'm never, I'm gonna, I'm never gonna say never. I guess they could have a winning record. Um, but I think the chances of that happening are probably something. So, right. But as far as anything else with the Bears, uh, that's all I really had to cover as far as, uh, just like a catch-up kind of episode on yeah. the, the schedule, and just some like, like minor news out of the out of their practices and people to talk about. So, so I know. Yep. Uh, just one more thing, guys. Make sure you guys, uh, if you guys go to our merch store, bonfire.com/store/slash/variety/sports/podcast. No, guys, switch network. It. Yeah, Friday Sports Podcast. Yeah, Friday Sports Network. Make sure you guys check that out. Uh, you guys can find some of our shirts and stuff from there. Uh, you know, with our with our logo and stuff on it. So supporting us in any way would be awesome if you guys could. Yeah. Uh, then uh, also down at the bottom, one of our sponsors, Row One. Oh yeah. Make sure you guys go check them out. Uh, anything in their art gallery, you guys can get a discount code, or you guys can get a discount. If you guys use uh, code BSP15, you get 15% off. If you guys want to know what kind of stuff they have, I just got my shirt the other day. I'm a huge Bears fan, obviously, as you guys know. This is a picture of Walter Payton and uh, whoever else. 1985, the year they won the Super Bowl. This was in the 19. Uh, this was in the NF- NFC Central Division Championship. 
So this is a picture of them actually doing that, holding the ball in the air when they won. So that's a sweet shirt. I just got it. They got some really cool stuff, man. You guys can get 15% off. Use code BSP15. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is In the Clutch. You guys haven't checked them out? Go check them out. Yeah. Uh, they got some licensed apparel. Yeah, they got some sweet. awesome stuff there. Uh, yeah. On our uh, episode in Canton, uh, episode that I did, they actually have a shirt that I'm going to order, guys. I don't like the Dodgers at all, like by any means, but they have a shirt with Mookie Betts on it, and it says Milk and Mookies. Okay. That That's cool. Awesome. That's cool. Yes. Uh, yes. One, one more thing within the clutch. Hey, they're, they're doing a big thing with uh, um, Loud Marlins fan right now. Uh, where you purchase a shirt that is it's a loud Marlins fan design, but it's also um, cystic fibrosis shirt at the same time. So any of the funds, anytime you purchase that cystic fibrosis shirt from um, in the clutch, the 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 funds and, and whatever you you do and donate that that payment goes to the cystic um, fibrosis uh, foundation. So it's definitely a cool thing to check out. So make sure you check out uh, in the clutch. Row one brand, check us out too. Yeah, and uh, you guys use uh, code Variety Sports All Capitals. Yeah, you guys get ten percent off of your order, and in the clutch. So mm-hmm. yeah, guys, look at our merch. Or look at our merch store. Help us out. You guys can get uh, shirt with our uh, logos on it. That row one, uh, row one brand. You go to the art gallery. I'm telling you, anyone who likes sports, woman uh, or man, you can find anything. It'll make a perfect gift. You get fifteen percent off using our code VSP fifteen. And in the clutch, I saw a lot of baseball stuff. Huge baseball fan. I'm telling you, for any woman, any man, kid or anything, you can find that. Use our code, 10%, all capital, with Variety Sports, get 10% off. It's definitely a goal. It's definitely worth a look. Even if you guys want to buy anything, definitely, work a, definitely worth a look on both websites. You'll definitely find something that catches your eye, I promise. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more on that. But – if our bear super fan here doesn't have anything else. Nope. Uh, um, this, yeah. I'll be back whenever the season starts. So a couple weeks. weeks. Yep. Yeah. Do no, pre, no preseason previews or anything, right? No. Um, I, I, I might do one. I guess we'll, we'll, we'll see if anything, you know, anything interesting comes <laughs> out. We'll see. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, hold on really quick. There's a new show coming out that you're going to try to do, right? Oh, that's right. Uh, Lights out podcast. Oh, yeah. So going to do one Sunday. That'll be the first episode. Uh, me and staff talked with some other people, and I guess one of the things that we really needed was uh, an area of sports that we were missing was UFC. I mean, who doesn't love blood fists and punching and body slams and everything, you know? I know I do. I pretty much watch every fight in general. Uh, so I'll be covering a UFC uh, UFC podcast. It's called Lights Out. It's going to first uh, episode will be out uh, this Sunday or Monday, uh, whichever time it uh, comes out on. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, make sure you guys shit that out. If you guys like the UFC, uh, I'll be kind of going over everything, uh, all the fights coming up. There's been a lot of good fights that have already happened, and there's a lot of good fights coming up uh, as it is, especially ones with, like, uh, Kamara Usman, Leon Edwards, stuff like that. So yeah. make sure you check it out. If you guys are uh, UFC fans, there's going to be a lot of good content on there. I promise you guys will like it. So. Make sure you guys give a look out. Bam. No, other than that, hey, there's a lot of other freaking awesome stuff that that's coming out with us too. Um, we got a pretty big special guest coming next Thursday for the five hole. 
uh, and some other other great things that are coming um, right here. And you're, only one place you can catch that, and it's right here on the Variety Sports Network. For Brandon, for Dylan, this has been Monster Season 2. Monsters of the Midway. That's right. Season 2. Believe it or not, I can't believe that. I know. This is like episode, we're almost 150 episodes total. That's crazy. That's crazy. So I told you, there's tons of stuff, so make sure you go check it out. YouTube, Twitter, and uh, yeah, so uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Thank you.